Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Welcome back, onesies, to the show that is like getting attacked by a snake and a hawk at the same time. The audience of one show on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5, IRLoneStar.com, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I am Andrew, next to the man who hopes that PCP tastes like starbursts, the fourth of his kind, the rich man from south of Richmond, Richard Price Schisler. What's up, guys? Man, you killed the music. Oh, did I? Oh, sorry. Oh, oh man, I was, I was jamming. Sorry about that, but welcome to Audience <laughs> of One. Here every Wednesday at 10 o'clock. Yes, sir. Lone Star Community Radio. It's feel, us. Feel free to donate at any time. There's a donate button below. Support the show. Support the station. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. And if you're in the Montgomery, Montgomery County episode, uh, area <laughs> uh, and you want to start a show, reach out to us. Not me. You can reach out to, to me. To, yeah, to, to Dick. <laughs> but did you have a good week, man? I know we, uh, we hung out this weekend. It was Bro, nice. Bro, it was epic. Yeah. We had a nice little swim party. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It was uh food What else are you going to do when it's 103 outside? Yeah, it was ridiculously hot. Ate some crabs and some scramps. Yeah. It was good, man. It was fun time. That's good. Fun time. That's yeah. good. I, I have to admit, I have one more observation from school, back to school talk we had last week. Okay. Uh, I, I remembered this after our episode last week. We talked about all kinds of fun memories from back to school and whatnot, but one thing that didn't really affect me, and I know it didn't affect you either, but apparently kids don't use lockers anymore. I don't know if you're aware of this. I wouldn't be surprised because of all the trouble people get in with their lockers. That's exactly what it is. It's a place for kids to harbor weapons and or drugs, condoms, whatever, you know? (laughs) I like how you (laughs) emphasize that. I can't believe they would have that. Yeah, I mean, drugs and whatever, but condoms. Now, anyways, so consequently what happens is the kids have to carry everything in their backpack. And I was reminded of that as I saw the kids wandering through the, the, the neighborhood with these massive backpacks on, and especially my daughter, too. They look like they're going out for a three-day hike every day for school. And it's made, what's made worse is my daughter's in dance, so she has a separate bag for dance stuff, and she'll put that on the front of her with her school bag on like the back, it. and she's walking around look. like she's. She just you should just give her a baby carriage and just like that's how they should roll. <laughs> but they all have to do that. They all have to walk around with thirty pound backpacks because one kid ruined it all. I'm sure. Well, it's probably a series of kids that ruined it all. No, no there's, there's probably some stupid reason like oh it slows the kids down getting from class to class because they have to go to their locker well it probably does and that's where you talk to your friends and we can't have any of that in between periods yeah you you use lockers though right when you were in high yeah, school we had i didn't really use it though okay so that was where i was moving to was whether or not you actually used it because every year you got assigned a locker right yeah and i used it all through junior high I used it up to through my freshman year and the first part of my sophomore year but as soon as i got my driver's license and started driving to school the truck became the locker and I would go out to the truck and switch out my books. I had them on the floorboard there. 
Why, I don't know. It was extra time. It was further away, but it was cooler to use your car as yeah, a I guess, locker. I guess. Oh, my God. Uh, today's school would be totally different, I think. Completely. Even, like, completely different than when I went to school, I feel like. I think a lot of it is, is, is social media and the phones has to have changed everything, man. Well, never I, we, I know we talked about that a, long, a while back where I was amazed that my nieces talked through an app. Yeah, and rather not than text. text. <laughs> and I was really confused by that. And uh, yeah, they're like, oh, we're in Snapchat. We chat through Snapchat. You know, and it's kind of funny how what is old is new again. That's kind of the, the same thing as leaving a message at the beep. I mean, we used to call people when they didn't answer. There was a an answering machine yeah. that you left a voice recording for. It's kind of the same thing if you think about it. You're leaving a voice message for somebody. Yeah. And they're going to go pick it up later when, they, when they're available or when they're free. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> I just know. Except I, you can do it with a cat filter face on yeah. this time now. That's really about the only thing. That would just really surprise me. But then again, like, kids are going to do whatever they can just to communicate without actually, like, being held accountable for what they say. Or no parent filter. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because that's the worst. I, like, I know if I was a kid, if I was a kid and I was texting, I would never do it because you get caught. Like, because you save them. And maybe that's why they're doing Snapchat because it doesn't save it. Oh, it doesn't not? Well, I, mean, I know that's the, like, the premise of the original mm. premise of Snapchat. Yeah. But that's like with pictures and stuff. They have a chat feature in mm-hmm. Snapchat. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, you can still kind of go through your messages. Right. So if your parents get your phone, it's not hard to see what they're you're saying. Just kids, just be on the up and up, and that way you don't have to worry about it. There, that was my message to children today. Good. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Good sure for you. I'm sure it's going to work. Well, they're certainly not handwriting anything. We have such a, yeah, no, they're not. We have such a large child. Does your daughter know how to write? Audience. Yeah, she, she knows how to write, yes. She well, is. Just not cursive. They don't write cursive. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she prints. I mean, I think she does a little bit of cursive, but not not like we used to. I mean, it was a big deal in like fourth grade. You're going to have to learn cursive. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was kind of like the transition from the big blue pencils to the little pencils. That was pretty traumatic. And then from doing print to cursive, that was pretty traumatic. Now, psh, I don't think you can no, write I, two hands now. They don't no, care. There definitely was a period where like after the <laughs> cursive years, it's like, oh, you can do whatever you want now. I'm like, then what was, what was the point? What was the point? Yeah. What was the point? I did like the paper that had the, the three lines, had the yeah. dotted line in the middle, so I knew exactly where to go. And then once that was gone, I was pretty wild with it. Yeah. Actually, okay. I used to have fairly good penmanship. I don't know what happened. Somewhere along the lines, when I guess when I stopped writing a lot, it got bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I used to be able to write legibly what happened. But. Oh, man. Uh, we talked a few weeks ago about the in, uh, inspection for vehicles going away, that the Governor Abbott had had yeah, done certain, away with that. Certain counties. Certain counties, of course. Montgomery is not one of them. And it, as it turns out, it has to do with uh, whether or not you're in emissions county. So if you're in emissions county, meaning they test the emissions on your car, you still have to get inspected. So that was the deal. Montgomery County is in emissions county. So I had to get my car inspected the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dang it. Darn Montgomery County. So it was a Friday afternoon. I thought, I'm just going to go real quick, get my car inspected. I go to the, the Jiffy Lube or wherever real close by my house, and it is packed. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm like, never mind. I'll just do this first thing in the morning. What time do they open? You know, I look it up on the phone, 7 a.m. I'm like, I'll be here when they open Saturday morning. It'll be easy to get in and out. Next morning, about 7.30, I go over there. There's not a soul there. And I don't just mean customers. The building wasn't open. I'm like, what the heck? So I come around the building, I look for a sticker that says what time they open. Nothing on the building. Phone says 7 a.m. I thought, oh, man, somebody must have overslept. I'll come back in a little bit. I go home, make myself some breakfast. I come back about 8.30. It's packed. 
again, line around the corner. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Guy comes out and I said, hey, I just need to get my car inspected. Well, there's only one guy doing inspections today. You got four people in front of you. It'll be about an hour and a half. I said, I'm not waiting, man. I'll just come back later. So I'm driving home and I remember there's another place on the opposite side of my house. I'll just go there. I drive in, walk right in. Nobody. I'm like, this is great. I said, I just need an inspection. No problem, sir. Give me the keys. You go into the waiting room over there. Internet, TV, coffee. Oh, they coffee. have a waiting room? Yeah. I was like, this is great. They were playing some Harry Potter movie. Whatever. And I'm like, this is wonderful. So I'm sitting down. 15 minutes. 30 minutes. 40 minutes. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And right about the time I start wondering, the guy walks in and says, hey, man, uh, got a bit of a problem. I'm like, oh, what's going on? He goes, we accidentally uh, switched tickets with another truck, and uh, we're giving you an oil change right now. The other, we didn't mean to. The other car was coming in for an oil change. We accidentally got the tickets mixed up, so we're giving you an oil change. We're, gonna, we're not going to charge you for it, but that's what's taking so long. I'm like, okay, all right. But there is one other thing. We gave you the wrong oil. <laughs> no, he said uh, the, uh, the oil cap on the bottom, uh, it was leaking, so we need to replace it. It's like, okay, I don't remember having a leak. Problem is, we don't have them in stock. And it's at the, the warehouse, and we're going to have to ship it here. Okay, how long will that take? That'd be about 15, 20 minutes. And I'm thinking, okay, 15, 20 minutes. Then they have to put the oil in, and then they actually have to go and inspect the car. Okay, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I'm like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. I go, I look out, my truck's still up on the lift. I ask him about it. Oh, yeah, let me call and check on your truck. They still hadn't delivered the stinking oil cap, right? I'm beginning to think they broke it because I'm thinking, just put the old one on at this point. I don't care. I was there for three hours <laughs> before they finally got this thing, the oil pan plug, I think I call it the cap, the plug on the bottom and had all the service done. I went home like, good God, there's half my day gone <laughs> when I could have just waited at the original place for the hour and been out. But all because we're in Emissions County, and I have to get that stinking thing inspected. So now I totally have changed my tune on that. I don't want to have to deal with inspections any longer. Well, I mean, it sucks for you. It really did. And it sucked for everyone else who was around me that day because I was pretty grumpy the rest of the day. Oh, man. You should have <laughs> gone to the place I go to where you don't have to get out of your car. That's where the first place was. You don't yeah. have to get Well, for an inspection, you do. No. The place I went to, that didn't have oh, that's, to. Oh, that is totally not legit. Tell me off the air what place that is. No, they make you do all the other stuff, like the brake lights. Oh, they make you do it. Turn yeah. on your blinker, turn on yeah. Okay, yeah. Brights and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I had a place like that in my old, my old place. Well, of it was interesting. Was like was, it. Now that I think about it. Well, I didn't know they did that because I've been going to the same place for, you know, like 10 years. Yeah. And I get there and I did my normal thing. Like I got out of my car and I go into the waiting room. Well, the waiting room is now the storeroom. And I was like, where are the chairs? Like, what's, what's going on? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, you just wait in your car now. We don't we don't have a waiting room anymore. And I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. Hmm. It's like to do your oil, to do all that stuff. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, and there's little gremlins underneath, <laughs> so you don't, they don't have to raise yeah, your right, car. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it was okay. interesting. I was Maybe uh, maybe a front for something else, but that's fine. That's cool. That's, yeah. that's cool. I don't know. But uh, let's, uh, let's get with the show. Let's kick this off, man. Let's go. Start it up, baby. So I saw this story a couple of weeks ago and had to laugh because it did remind me of something that I think you probably would do, Dick. It's not a news story. It's from 2022, and this is from Insider.com. But apparently there was a museum in Russia 
that had a security guard that was charged with vandalism. Because he was doodling on one of the paintings. <laughs> I mean, I do want you to show this picture. I don't know if yeah, I put that in the run sheet. But, I got it. So this is an unnamed guard at this time. He was unnamed. There was a, a painting that I think was worth um, several million dollars. It was com uh, completed in the 1930s by a Soviet artist, Anna Lepskoraya. And it's a, one of these paintings that's kind of plain. The, the faces don't have any, the people don't have any faces on them. Yeah. And the security guard decided, I think I could jazz this up a bit. <laughs> and he went over there and painted googly eyes on the painting. I mean. <laughs> yeah, it says the painting's worth around a million bucks. I like it. Funniest thing, though, it was his first day on the job. <laughs> I would assume that like maybe he was staring at this painting for, for weeks and weeks, and it was just annoying him. Or maybe it was like on his last day, and he was mad, and he's like, ah, screw it, and he painted. Nope, this is the first day. He just pulls out the old number two ballpoint pen and paints some eyes on this picture. Love it. Would you have done that, Dick? That sounds like no. something you would have done. Were you one of those guys that drew in the school books, though? No. No, really? I wasn't either. I always felt like I was going to get in trouble for doing that. And on top of it, I didn't want to deface the school property because that's the kind of person I am. Yeah, except when you go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, then yeah, it's on. It's then on. it's tear up everything. Tear, tear up everything, man. Uh, no, I, this, this kind of stuff's funny, though. I like it. Because you know that one guy who's like the shift after? Yeah. And they're like, hey, like who, I mean, like the first person who notices the googly eyes. Mm-hmm. Because it's such. If you looked at the picture, it was such a little tiny circle for eyes. Yeah. So you don't really know if it's like. Because if I saw that, I'd be like, I thought the artist did that. Yeah, and he probably thought, I'm going to really add to this picture. You know, art is about what speaks to you, and I think this picture needs to speak to me with its eyes. <laughs> That's funny, man. It says visitors to the gallery alerted staff on December seventh after they spotted what appeared to be two pairs of crudely rendered eyes <laughs> scribbled yeah. on the painting. He didn't even try and make them look very artistic either. It was just like two little burp, burp dots. So awesome. He's a 60-year-old dude. It's not like this was some young guy. This was a 60-year-old. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like he, I think it was the article you sent said there was a lapse of sanity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that what it said? Yeah. It's a, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'd say that's putting it lightly. I mean, at least it was a... I, yeah, I don't know. What's even, what's even better is he used one of the pins that he got from the museum. Yeah. <laughs> Something just happens like out front. Oh, that's funny. Well, I guess there's always some great stories where people at work and they're doing stupid stuff. And like, I know when I worked at Kroger with my best friend, we would play. Uh, you remember if you go to like an HEB or Kroger, they give you stickers or they put stickers on like sodas that are under the cart, bottom. Oh yeah, yeah. Cart. So, so these have been paid for essentially. Yeah. yeah. So just kind of, which is ironic to me because they told us don't stop anyone shoplifting, but put these. You have to put stickers on everything that way we know they paid for it. I'm like, well, what does it matter? Uh, but anyway, we used to play a game where we would put those stickers on everything. Everything, yeah. I could see and that. the part of the game was if you found it, you get like a buck. <laughs> so, because we would have different color stickers. And I, and this is during the time of VHSs were still around. God, you're old. So, we, I had like, we would put stickers all over the front area of Kroger. So, I'm talking like if you go get a payday, mm -hmm. there's going to be a sticker on the, bo the, the, back, the back of it. So, in theory, someone could just pick that up and be like, well, it's already been paid for. Well, I, yeah. Just walk out waving it. Well, they, We're got, good. they got mad at us because no they, way. They, they discovered stickers on stuff like three months later. And they were like, hey, could y'all stop putting stickers on stuff? And I go, we haven't done that in like a couple months, man. You really need to re-up on your inventory here. And, but they were, they were everywhere. Like I, That was really funny to me. Did you put them on each other as well? No, no. Because yeah, okay. we would just do a thing where it's like, okay, for the next 30 minutes, you can't look at me. 
and I would just put stickers on, you know, the soda machine. And yeah. All that kind of stuff. But uh, that was the only time I could think of like a defaced property at work. <laughs> That I, didn't I don't really, believe I've ever defaced property at work. I, I, I don't really think I did it on purpose, but it was just past the time. So mm. Somehow this doesn't surprise me. I love it, though. Yeah. Work stories with Dick. Yeah, there, we, we did some weird stuff. I bet. I bet. Sticking on this uh, subject of eyes, um, there is a woman, and I do want you to show this picture as well. We're very visually uh, enhanced today, I suppose. <clears throat> but a woman has gone blind after she tattooed her eyeballs. But, Dick, she says, I have no regrets. No regrets. And I want you to show this picture of this woman because she's tattooed from head to toe, which I suppose isn't necessarily well, that looks cool. all that rare anymore. But what is rare is she's tattooed the whites of her eyes and they look turquoise, which it's kind of neat looking for a picture. I don't know that I would want to have that every day. Day, right? I don't know that I'd want to look like that every day. And sadly, there's a picture next to her what she looked like before she started having all this work done. And she's a fairly cute young girl, but you know, you got to trick it up these days. And she's got the hair dyed blue or whatever, whatever. That's no big deal. Now but she's blind. Now she is blind. Of course, she's got, uh, 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 what is it, tattoos over 98% of her body. And she has the split tongue, which we talked about the Ooh. other day. Yeah. Crazy, man. But she has now gone blind. She's only 28 years old. No regrets. You always, no regrets, man. You're a, you're a parent. You know, there's apparently uh, there's those moments I imagine through parenthood where you're kind of like, what is this kid thinking? Like, yeah, yeah. I think that would probably. There's lots of moments like that yeah. actually. And then especially when it comes to something permanent, because I remember growing up like piercings were like a no go. Oh yeah, that was a big deal, and you got to make sure you put it in the correct ear. Otherwise, oh, yeah, you know what that means. Yeah, so I don't, I, and it always changed as to which ear meant. Because we definitely messed with my parents. Someone was playing for the other team. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> so one dumb, time. So I, dumb. I went with my brother, and we got one of those magnetic earrings. Oh, yeah. And I think I was around like 11 at the time, 12. Oh, that's and the age so, freak the parents out yeah, there. Yeah, we, we came home, and yeah, and it was, uh, we put it on me, and I wore it for like two hours. Oh, and wow. they never, they never, they never, they never spotted it. And then when, when I walked by, so I have to start. Like, when I walked kind of by, my mom by, was like, your, "Was it a dangly one?" No, it was just like oh. a, it was just like a stud. I'm, I'm picturing you with like a big loop. Oh no, it was so like a cross. But yeah, I remember when I walked <laughs> through the room. She goes, "Wait, wait, 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 come back in here." And I'm like, "What?" Oh yeah, and you knew at that moment. You're like, yes, she got, finally. She got so mad, and then right when I told her it was fake, she immediately called my brother. I'm like, "What did you do? Why are you teaching him this?" But then what it, I would love what, is like no, you took what, it off and like you had no, what was great. in your ear from it. That would have been even better. What was even better is he actually got his ears pierced. Oh. And so I think he did it to soften the blood. That's what I was I was <laughs> just about to say. So then she goes, oh, never mind. Richard's is fake. And then when she sees him, she's already used yeah. to Okay, that's pretty brilliant, actually. And then I love, there was certain moments like my older. I have, I have, it's a diversion te- ne- oh, technique. Yeah. It, was, it was smart on his part. Yeah. But like I have five brothers and sisters. And I remember like, the oldest one got a tattoo. And it was like, all of a sudden, my parents just changed their idea of my brother. It was just like, you're one of those. We don't even know you yeah, anymore. Yeah, one of those things. What's next? So, What's next? Are you going to start coloring your eyeballs? Yeah. Like, if you came home and you had your tongue split, I'd be like, what? Does it make it taste better? <laughs> like, what's happening? I get twice the flavor, baby. I guess. I don't know. That was bad. I don't know. That's weird. 
I mean, that's like a whole new meaning to Neapolitan. You could kind of dance both at the same time right there with that split That's tongue. pretty good. Yeah, man. So this next story, I don't know um, if I could make this up or not, but I'm um, going to be a little gentle with it, I suppose. But there is a transgender woman that has gone to court alleging that her ex-boyfriend stole her surgically removed <laughs> genitals, and now she is demanding them back. Dick, this is where we are at these days, I have to well, admit. Well, she kept it like in a jar or something? Tell That's, me more about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So uh, apparently there is a, uh, a case that is unfolding in Michigan. And uh-huh. it's, yes, this is where this is taking place. Uh, Brianna Kingsley, 40, submitted a claim in court on Thursday alleging that her ex, 37-year-old William, I'm not going to try and pronounce his last name. Actually, maybe I will. Wojciechowski. Okay, that's not too hard. Is keeping, I love the sentence, is keeping her testicles previously removed as part of a gender transition surgery in a jar in his fridge and refuses to return them to her. (laughs) Oh, the ex-boyfriend claimed he had been unaware of the filing until he was reached out for comment by Newsweek. So you talk about a, uh, that's a strange custody situation there. And also gives new meaning to the whole thing. She's got your you know, in a in a can, as well, yeah. the saying goes. I don't know what all I can say on the radio. I, mean, I, can't. I, I do feel <laughs> like if you're in a relationship and someone has that in a can, that's got to be, that would kind of weird me out a little bit. Yeah, this is not just a figure of speech. This is literally, yeah. she's got them, and she's kept and She refuses to uh, give them back. Uh, it says in a handwritten, handwritten affidavit, Kingsley demanded the return of her human <laughs> remains and $6,500 in damages. So that is the price we've put on the testicles. There we go. <laughs> to me, I think they're worth somewhere. a little bit more than that, but she claims they are worth $6,500. All right, this next story was all over the place for several weeks, and I debated whether or not to bring it to air, but it is just kind of funny. Um, I, again, want you to show the picture because this is very visually intensive today. Uh, apparently, there is a man, a Japanese man, has gone viral after he spent more than $15,000 on what is being called a hyper-realistic costume so that he could fulfill his lifelong dream of becoming a dog dick. I have to admit, that is the most amazing costume I have ever seen. Yeah, it does look pretty good. It's a collie. For those of you who are not uh, watching the video and only listening on podcast, it is a collie. And it's an amazing looking costume. And of course, he's got all the gestures. I guess he's on his hands and knees there. He's got all the gestures down that a dog would do if it were to roll over and play dead and shake and everything. Oh, my in the mouth moves. It's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So I got, oh, no, that was an odd movement for a dog's arm there. I don't know that that was quite natural. But I have to ask the question is this weirder than like furry behavior or is this less odd? Because this is just an elaborate costume, really. Well, I, I, I mean, a furry. What is immediately kind of... comes to mind is how long does he stay in this costume, and how far does he take animal behavior? Yeah, well, because like if you're using the restroom as a dog, I, I think this how guy's. Does that work? I think this guy's married, right? And he's he's probably he's got to have help getting into that thing. There's no way he can do that himself. <laughs> he's got to have a a furry accomplice know, there like or something. It. I like it. It is an amazing costume. Though. Yeah, I don't know that I'd want to spend twenty grand on it. There's payment plans available. (laughs) Right, right. But I guess if that's your dream. And it did say this is his dream. I mean, more power to him. I like it. It says he he looks like Lassie. Yeah, I guess he kind of does. Anyways, so it's been, gosh, about three or four months since our famous goop, goop. Goop, goop. Episode. 
Well, what are the Paltrow's? Yeah, and she's back in the news. And I saw this and said, oh, I've got to talk about this because of our legendary Goop Goop episode that we did a few uh, weeks ago. But apparently Gwyneth Paltrow is now listing her luxury guest house on Airbnb for one night and one night only. Dick, are you ready? Are you sitting? Okay. Dick, are you sitting? I'm sitting. Okay, good. It won't cost a penny. For free, that's right. The actress and entrepreneur announced on Instagram on Tuesday that her one-bedroom property in Montecito, California, will be available for a free one-night stay for up to two guests in September. But the kicker here is she's going to be there to say hello, to meet and greet them. Dick, you are going to get an up-close and personal view of that candle. Are you excited or what? You got. I think. Hold you, on, is this not like a fundraiser or anything? She's just doing this? I have. I think this is to promote her brand, because at the time she says, "Oh no, it's a it's an advertisement." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I'm reading it right now. It says yeah. uh, the bathroom will be stocked with her favorite but, Goop products. That's right. I wonder if the Jade Stone's going to be in there. Oh, I wasn't aware of the Jade Stone. Oh, you have no. Oh, <laughs> we're not going to be talking <laughs> okay. about that too much. Uh, well, just look it up. <laughs> just look it up. Like but, I said, I know you were so interested in that candle. I thought maybe you'd want to go get a firsthand account of it, see how accurate its rendering was. I, that's interesting because there is, yeah, Goop Kitchen inspired meals will be had, and yeah, this is a fundraiser. Absolutely, well, it can't be a fundraiser; or, it's an advertisement yeah. for her Goop products, no doubt. But I just, I, I saw that and immediately thought, okay, we got it, we got to talk about this because you know there's going to be a bunch of creeper dudes signing up for. And this is weird because she's just came off of that that um, trial for sexual assault or whatever, and. Now here she is saying, oh, you get to spend one night in my house. It's kind of a weird marketing twist if you think about it. I don't know. just seems a well, little strange. I, I mean, that's kind of the aspect of celebrities, right? You want to live like a celebrity or see what the way they live. I think it's kind of funny that if someone wins, like, do you have to be there? <laughs> like, is that like a... Is like a <laughs> Must be present to win. You know, you, you brought up the point last time we were talking about this, that this is going to be the new way for celebrities to get back into the spotlight is to go through court cases and whatnot. And I'm wondering if she's now opening herself up for a new potential court case so she can get back in the limelight. I don't know. That's kind of funny, though, like if people who actually try to participate. And it sounds like there's a winner, right? So. Yeah, I don't know how it's selected. I could probably go through and read even more of it. But I guess she might. You probably have to put in, you know, your, your request and then she handpicks the winner, I'm sure. Well, no, she's right. yeah, she partnered with Airbnb. Yeah, so. this is yeah, this is okay. I so thought it was just she's just doing it off the cuff because she's a weird person and like come look at my goop products. Yeah, come look at them. <laughs> and this is the special red room where we keep all of the personal pleasure products. From I don't goop. know. I don't know, man. That, that what did whole, you say? They had a whole section oh, of yeah. personal. No, the we, the website is like kind of personal, a gold mine for what you, what gag gifts for like the most expensive gag gifts. Yeah, no right. kidding. It's not like they're cheap. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's the lifestyle though, and I I imagine. It's going to help her brand because people are talking about Goop Goop. We're talking about it yet again. Like, I would buy that candle as a gag gift, but it's $80. I've got several of them you can have if you want. I think I kind of, well, what I kind of want to do is, like, find ones that look just like it, but then make my own scent <laughs> and just... <laughs> smells like just, intestinal gas or something. Yeah. Be, it kind of reminds me of those uh, uh, jelly beans that taste like terrible because wouldn't that weird you out if someone gave you a candle of their scent uh yeah just slightly it's weird that you're selling one yeah no doubt yeah, like that would weird me out because now i'm like curious if you smell like it they should do that this might be a uh, dick business opportunity right here candles by dick you can make your own scent and you can have it marketed yeah. as being like floral 
and yet it's basically like sweaty armpit, and you give uh, it to somebody as a gag gift. Yeah, but then if you bring it to school, they'll think it's like a, a chemical bomb, like that one kid. Oh, right. Yep. The fart spray. <laughs> the fart spray. <laughs> the he fart spray. Went, and I was here. He went to J- I think they went, ended up going, one of them went to JV. Fart sprays. Oh, did he go to one of those I alternative think, schools you no, were talking about? No, I think he about? actually went to juvenile hall. Like Juvie. This is this offense is too much for detention. If people don't know what we're talking about, locally here, some kids decided to do the fart spray, mm-hmm. but over a course of kids will do. several weeks, and so it got to the point where hazmat teams were called out because they thought there was a chemical leak. Kids, my hero. And and then finally, I think one of them got busted because it was in his backpack, and like some yeah, teacher he, saw he, it. That or, was the one mistake he made. He did not dispose of the evidence. Yeah. Man, come but on, apparently kid. it was like they had to do what do you call it evacuations because they thought it was. Methane, methane, and the, yeah. So I, I can understand why he got in big trouble because all the money spent. The problem is, but, like, he bought extra strength. That's the problem. He should have just gone know. mild. I don't know. I think that's, <laughs> that's so funny to me, though. Uh, okay, man. Let's do this last story before the uh, break. Um, we talked about squatters in Houston. Um, yeah. Not just in Houston. I'm sorry, but just squatters in general. Several, several did, months ago. I mean, and, I, did I send you that thing of that guy? Teaching people how to kick squatters out? No, but that's kind of what this is. The yeah. story is about. Um, this is from MSN. I, I just recently saw this story um, a few days ago. But we talked about squatters, and I think both of us were fairly surprised the fact that this can even occur, right? And I think you were saying that you must have thought you took crazy pills because it's allowed. If somebody were to go into an un- unoccupied house or even a property that had not been used for some time, yeah. they could just legally gain control of it. Well, there is apparently one handyman who once removed squatters from his mother's house, is now using his experience to offer squatter removal services to others. This guy has got some... Maybe he has yeah, a, no, a actually, jar full of that I, other person's... I actually watched balls. his YouTube video, like the entire 30-minute deal. Really? And there was a little bit of information I, I wanted more clarification for, because so from what I understood, his mother moved out of the house, mm-hmm. and, and he lived like three hours away. Mm-hmm. And then they were trying to list it, and some squatters they, moved in. Well, no, they listed it and they talked to this person, this lady, and then the lady was like, "Well, I don't have any money," but she brought all her stuff there, <laughs> and so she like was refusing to pay. And he's like, "Well, we're not going to rent to you if you're not going to pay. Like, what? What, yeah, are, what you, are you doing? What are you doing?" And I guess when they left, the lady didn't leave, and she moved all her furniture and like full on mm-hmm. like bedroom furniture. I'm here now, guys. But I don't understand how that she got in. Well, they probably thought that she was going to be a paying tenant. I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm not familiar well, with the Well, that's what I'm saying. The story. way he told the story, I didn't really fully understand it because I— Well, he was able to get rid of her, apparently. Oh, Somehow. no, he eventually got rid of her, but I meant more of like, how did she get access to the house? Because I know that's the that big— I don't know. That's the big thing for squatters, especially in California, is like if you lock up your house and they break windows mm-hmm. and get in— that's see that they they can get kicked out pretty easily because they broke right. in. Right, but if you, if but, it's left open or somehow the realtor leaves it unlocked or something, yeah. in you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's where he got the phone call. Was the realtor was like, "Hey, someone's living here." Yeah, and he's like, "What?" I wonder how she got in. That that's I don't. What I'm know. I wonder how that worked because he he said at the end of the story, all he had to do is talk to the sheriff, and the sheriff gave him a piece of paper to sign that it, they gives the sheriff department full access to the house mm-hmm. if it happens again. And they can use whatever they can do whatever they want to kick anybody out. Well, which I don't know why that wouldn't be the first thing you try to do right. when you're right. renting a house. But I, I guess that's the secret that 
he learned was in the future. But his method of getting them out is really, really fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. So apparently he's offering a new service to get squatters out of your house. So basically what he does, if, if you have a squatter problem in one of your properties, he said uh, he has the homeowner write up a lease to him. So he's legal about it. And he can move into the house with the squatter. And he just basically walks right on in and says, hey, buddy, how's it going? Brings his stuff, his suitcase, sits down, starts going through the refrigerator, starts eating dinner with them. Just completely destroys these people's lives until they get so annoyed, they leave. Well, he did the smart thing. He's like, no, I live here now too, guys. I'm doing the same thing you are. And just annoys them to death. Well, he does the smart thing where he installs (laughs) cameras throughout the entire house. Yep. He says he likes to install ring cameras in every room and the squatters feel like they're on a reality show. Yeah. And he just tells them, yeah, we're broadcasting. Yeah. And he says they don't want to be seen, so eventually the people start leaving. I love it. It's kind of ingenious, but how dangerous is that, man? Woo, you walk in, yeah. you're like, I live here now. Some people might, you know, decide to well, castle, uh, castle doctor in your ass. I don't know. Yeah, that whole the squatting thing is really bizarre to me, especially with how long it takes to kick people out. And His name is Flash Shelton. But he's a handyman. He's a handyman by trade, but now he's getting paid to kick squatters out. Yeah. Or to just smoke them out, basically. Anyways, guys, that's all we got for this uh, first half of the show. I don't even know what we're going to talk about in the second half, but I'm sure it's going to be yeah, amazing. If you want us to talk about whatever you want us to talk about, uh, send us the sh- uh, email about the article. It's uh, audienceofoneshow at gmail.com. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay, I know we're on a break, but I... St- I, we I'm, were on a break. I know we're on a break, but I'm getting tired of all these articles Andrew keeps sending me. They're great, and you know it. It's all trash. Kind of the point. But it got me thinking, Andrew. Mm-hmm. You, the listener, can submit articles oh, yeah. and ideas and topics. Yeah, they can. Audience of One Show at gmail.com. That's correct. Or Facebook, look up Audience of One Show with uh, Andrew and Dick. Otherwise, you're subject to stories about kids sleeping outside that apparently Dick cannot stand. No. Uh, I mean, I, I'm tired of this fake news, and I know the the cancer that is growing within Audience of One is Andrew and his terrible articles. So we need stories. Come on, man. We need it's not it. that bad. We need stories. <laughs> so send us your ideas at show at gmail.com and Facebook, Audience of One with Andrew and Dick. That's us. All right. So we look forward to hearing from you guys, and hopefully we have better topics on the next episode. And if we don't, and they're still terrible, I suppose it's my fault. Yes. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Audience of One. A-O-O show. Goop, goop. Goop, goop. Oh, it feels so good to say it again. Thank you, Gwyneth, for making it relevant again. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just such a fun idea to go to visit a celebrity's house and just use their bathroom. <laughs> that would be a story. Right. <laughs> it's like in, in Goonies. You know, Michael Jackson came over to use his, his bathroom one time, didn't he? And that was the story that oh, Chunk said or something. That's great. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. But, uh, but welcome I've seen back. That movie once welcome or twice. back. Audience One every Wednesday at 10 a.m. here on Lone Star Community Radio. So we encourage everyone to reach out to us. Uh, you know, Audience One Show at gmail.com with interesting articles. That's what uh, I believe Andrew does every day. He looks up the weirdest stuff. Keeps they it just, PG. They just come to me, baby. They just so, come to me. I know recently you've been having fun with I Love Conroe, which is one of the best groups on Facebook. <laughs> or the worst, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, like the one I was reading today was something about their kids get kicked off the bus 
It was a crazy story. This is the second time they got kicked. I'm like, didn't school just start? <laughs> I was like, geez. Your odds aren't very good there, man. And then... uh. Your ratio is a little off. Yeah, we were. I was at the bowling alley on Friday bowling, and you know, there's some young kids who were on bowling teams, and he was the one that introduced me to the video of that bus driver beating the crap out of a kid. Yeah, it's pretty rough, man. And I asked him, I was like, "So how's school going?" And he's like, "Man, they don't know what they're doing. Like the bus schedules apparently like is all sorts of whack." I and, think they're one man down. And uh, well, yeah, <laughs> they're, miss- they're then, missing a driver because he is out, obviously. Yeah. Oh, that video was pretty intense. And yeah, if you don't know the video, this was like uh, I think he said within the like that that happened on the second day, and on the first day a kid got kicked out already for bringing like a knife to school, and then uh, the bus problems they've been having, which like bus people were on a bus for like two hours, so Jeez. both ways it's always something in it. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things. School, school. I got you know what's funny is. It's weird how the world freaks out when there is school. Because on the way to the studio this morning, I left a little later. I left around like eight, mm-hmm. eight, eight oh five, and it was. It took me twice as long to get here, and I'm going like just because of a school zone. Yeah, man. And it was figure, bumper to bumper, especially if it's an elementary all, or junior high yeah. school where the, none of the kids can drive themselves, and you have all the parents that come in one to one. Because you know sometimes high school they'll they'll bum rides, and some will take. Yeah. Um, uh, buses and some will, will uh, drive themselves, and some will have their parents come pick them up. It's kind of a mix. But around a junior high or elementary school, oh, it's busy. Well, I want to know when the driverless the driverless cars will come into play. Well, we got a story about that here. Yeah, in a I minute. know you're, you're talking about that, and I was thinking to myself, I wonder if we'll the, bring that up here. The buses bit. are going to be driverless, driverless, so no one can <laughs> to, get beat. Yeah, to avoid the. Uh, the incidences between bus driver and students, and again, if you haven't seen well, that story, it was a will, bus driver beat the tar out of this kid. I will say that bigger kid, the, but still, the attitude on the bus mm-hmm. is a lot different from the attitude in the class. It was kind of like a free for all. It wasn't was it? a free for all. Like you would see if you could throw things out the window. Yeah, you would and, behavior you would never do inside the classroom. You get inside that bus, it's like, all right, oh, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> it's on now. Especially if you liked a girl. Oh, you had to show off. That and, was your time to shine. Yeah, like I got thirty minutes. <laughs> I got to figure this out. I got to sit by her. I got to figure out how to get over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, not team suit. Not seem too eager for it. Were, were you always one of those kids that would sit right over the wheel well, and when it would hit a bump, you jump to get that nice trampoline effect? I've done it before. Heck yeah, I have too. Yeah. I always loved getting the old buses with worn out shocks. <laughs> those are the best. Yeah. Well, dude, I, and I love the dynamic on the school bus because it kind of forced you to be friends with everybody that's in your neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you try to figure out where everyone lives. And then throughout the years, it's like, it's almost like that 30 minute a day or an hour a day yeah. trip. Y'all develop, you develop a friendship with everyone on the bus. Yeah. I, I never rode the bus to and from school. I rode it for basketball games. Oh, okay. That's when I was on the bus all the time. So, but. Yeah, but same you, same if, type of if thing. If no one moved, but, you'd be going, you'd be on the same bus with somebody for five years, right? You know? Right. So it's kind and of, you, and they were all, you never had them for classes. They were just your bus friend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh look, Timmy, my bus friend. Yeah. Well, speaking of back to school and why some kids would miss because maybe they got tar beat at them by a teacher. Uh, did you ever have to do those random like lice checks? Especially, this is more like for little kids. I remember I mean, when I was I in remember, elementary school. I remember when there was an outbreak, they had to like notify everybody. Right. And so there was like the a, nurse would come in, you you know, one by one, they would pick through your hair no, like a little monkey. You know, I, looking I for remember bugs. it was more of like they notified the parents and they asked to do checks at home every okay. day until they notified, don't do it. Well, that's the way it was for when my kids were little. They would notify us and we would do at home checks. But I also remember having lice checks there at school when I was little. Like we would stand in line and they come and look at our head or whatever. And, you know, it was always you never knew who had it. 
and you knew what they were looking for, but then they didn't want to embarrass the one child and call him out. Yeah. So he would just like the next day just disappear. Oh, Donnie's gone. Well, guess what? We found the offender. You know, yeah. he'd be gone for about three or four well, there, days. Well, it wouldn't just be one, though. There's usually, if there's one case of lice that's been in the school, yeah. there's probably several. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it Which is. Which is kind of weird, though, because to me, as adults, how do we not get it as much as kids get it? Right? I don't understand why it's just a kid thing. I understand the close proximity, but I mean, we're in close proximity yeah. at work sometimes. I don't I think kids are just dirty. They play a lot more rough i guess than I guess. adults do and they're touching each other i don't yeah. know kids are kids are gross well this is an interesting story from australia from the new york post which by the way is just one step up from <laughs> like a tabloid <laughs> nothing wrong with yeah, that nothing wrong with that so uh this one australian mom has said no i refuse to remove the lice from my daughter's head wow because she's a vegan okay and vegans don't kill so she's decided to just let the lice roam freely in her daughter's hair. Oh, my God. But the story gets a little bit better. Do you know what she does with the lice? She eats it. Uh, no, that'd be kind of gross, though. No, she um, she is in the habit of taking her daughter outside and Shaking to the garden her. and brushing her hair over the garden to give them the best chance for survival. <laughs> There's a great South Park episode, if you I haven't seen it. I cannot make this stuff up, man. Have you, have you seen that episode? Uh, for South Park. South Park was it around lice? It, well, it's about lice. Well, I don't think I have actually. Like they, no. it creates this. Uh, like one of the one of the kids gets lice at the school. Yeah. And then the, the the show turns into an actual story of the lice in the kid's head, and it's like an epic story where it, you know I think it was more like a global warming kind of story where mm-hmm. it's like oh the the Earth doesn't want us here we have to plan for the future everyone's like shut up. And then when everyone starts, you know, cleaning the the lice, they all start burning and they're melting, and it's pretty. It's a pretty great story. Sounds but, amazing. I didn't. I wish I would have seen more um, South Park episodes. But they, did, they did that exact. Because every same time thing. I watch one, I'm like, man, these are great. They, they, they did the exact same thing that you mentioned, like the, that one kid who was it. And then so they're trying. Yep, to... See, they're, they're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Yeah. It's funny that you said that, but yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, the lice thing. That's funny because. <laughs> Like the mom said straight up, no. Yeah, man. And they probably... I didn't know that was a thing with vegans. I mean, I know you didn't eat meat, but apparently you don't kill anything. So is this woman letting spiders, gnats, mosquitoes run around her house? I don't know, man. Come on. Who knows? Get over it. Have you been following this little Tay story? I have no idea who that is. I didn't either. I had never heard of this person until this week when um, she the story blew up because apparently... Uh, she had been reported as dead. And if you don't know who Little Tay is, she was like an Instagram or, I don't know, influencer. Um, it says from the golden age of influencers back in 2018. She was this, yeah, I know, it's like golden age. I thought we were still in the midst of that. But anyways, uh, she was a little girl, like nine years old. And it was pretty obvious at the time that her parents were really pushing her um, and basically using their child for monetization uh, reasons. And she got really, really like famous, I guess. Again, I had never heard of her because, you know, I'm an adult. Yeah. Well, she basically disappeared for a while, as some influencers do. She ran her course. Well, she was back in the news this past week because it was announced that she, along with her brother, so she would be about 14, her brother, I guess, 15 years old, were pronounced dead. Okay. Okay. And there was some statement that was issued by the family. It's like or by her mom saying, you know, hey, look, she's, she's passed. 
Sorry for, you know, we would respect our privacy. And they didn't use her little Tay name. They used her real name, which I can't actually find at the moment. But anyways, it was kind of sad. And it makes me, you know, wonder, you know, what kind of childhood this, this girl may have. But more than anything, it got me thinking, is faking your own death illegal? Like, did these people break any laws? And I know we talked about that one guy who faked his own death and then showed up at his funeral in a helicopter, you know, to prove a point to his family to not take people for granted. What a butt. But it it got me thinking, like, is it actually illegal to fake your own death? Well, I think there's, if it involves fraud. There you go. You're so smart. Man, you went to college. You're a college boy. You're so smart. I just listened to... It's called pseudocide. Really? That's There's a, actually a term. Yes. that's. I guess that's the legal term for it. Because, I, I mean, I believe it, especially for people who are thieves. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I stole all this all these money, and then they fake the death. Isn't that what like, everyone thought that Carol Baskin's husband did? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, this comes up every few weeks. I don't know that much about their story, uh, but other than the fact that she supposedly killed him. Well, no, but, I remember that was what she tried to say. If I remember correctly, like she goes, I think he... Oh, killed himself? Kill, killed himself, mm-hmm. and... Yeah. So, pseudocide inherently is not a crime, right? By itself yeah. is not a crime. But the what is, is all of the built-in frauds that basically go along with taking your own life, okay? So, so basically, it's you're stealing life insurance, uh, or your spouse is, is part of that con, and she files a false police report. Um, you have you're, you're avoiding a large amount of taxes and defrauding lenders from your home and your car and all this stuff starts to add up to where it's it's basically especially if you're an adult virtually impossible to fake your own death without breaking at least some laws and then especially if you come back with a new identity you're breaking all kinds of you know laws and defrauding new lenders and everything with this new this new identity of yours so it is technically, I guess, difficult to do. But this poor little girl, Lil Tay, is alive, thank God. But I think her parents are probably going to be in some serious trouble, if I had to guess. Yeah. I think I asked you before if you would fake your own death, and you said that you did. I couldn't remember your answer, actually. What did you say? I already did several times. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But he's back. He's back, people. You remember the story we had a few weeks ago uh, about Wimbledon quiet rooms being used yeah. for people uh, to do nefarious acts on each other's um, privates? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently there is a, a new fad. I think in San Francisco, their test is like one of these test markets for robo-taxis, which if you don't know what a robo-taxi is, it's a driverless car. And it looks just like a regular car. Like it has a driver's seat and a steering wheel and everything, but it's, it's equipped to drive itself. Yeah. What do you think people are doing while they've got this nice 10, fi- 10 fitting minute drive in their cruise, which is one of the brands or one of the companies? That's right. They fooling on, <laughs> fooling around and getting it on. Well, that's what's what the, uh, this. What's wrong with people? Well, no, I like it. I think uh, people don't realize they're probably being filmed. Well, all, that's that was like going to be my angle. question. I wonder if. Well, maybe that's what they're hoping. But are there cameras in there? Yeah, have to be. Right, there would have to be cameras yeah. in there. Because if you break something, they're going to have to have like proof that you broke it. Right, like because in an Uber ride, if you were to throw up or something because you're drunk in the back seat, that Uber driver knows, and so he holds you accountable because you know, your yeah. Uber account well, has your well, name. If and you everything. go into an Uber and you know you're, there's a camera, you know you've dealt with a guy who's you know, been through it. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, he's had some stories. Yeah. 
I've heard some bad stories. I don't know that I want to be an Uber driver. I think it's all about location and time. Yeah, driving in the middle of the night, you probably get more rides though. Yeah. Yeah. That's because people are drinking, so good they're taking Ubers. Mm. Oh, I've been I've been in Ubers where the person who I was with threw up, and it was really awkward because it's like you already did what you already threw up, so it's already done. And so it's kind of like, sorry, man, because it's one of those, oh, we'll just bill you later. Yeah, yeah. I guess for the cleaning bill, right? Yeah. I but mean, it's I, just, but it's just, but like the Uber driver, you, you can get mad, but it's like, it's already done, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, well, it's not about getting mad; it's about making sure that he's made whole, right? Yeah, you could charge like two hundred something. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, so because it's your time and your, I guess the devaluation of your car if it smells like. <laughs> vomit now that's great i do have a great uber story i'm going to save it for next week because i don't have all the details pulled up in front of me and i want to make sure i get them right but it's it's a funny uber story but yeah no people are getting it on in these cruises um and this one guy says uh alex a man in his 30s told um msn that he estimates that he has performed at least six separate sex acts spread out over the course of three different rides he estimates. What, what do you mean estimate? Like, I, wouldn't you know? He just doesn't remember. He doesn't remember. That's the problem. I guess, I guess he's trying to think what constitutes that kind of activity. I don't know, but... So, let me ask you. Again, we already know... What a great you, date. You know, that's your date night. Let's get a let's get a cruise, baby, and let's we go We could for take a, a helicopter ride over the city, or we could just take a cruise and get it on. Yeah. Like, let's make sure it's a 45-minute trip. 45 minutes? Wow. That's impressive. Well, you know, I got to beat this guy's record or what? <laughs> six, six experiences. <clears throat> no, man. But no, let me ask you though. I know already you, uh, you, you said you probably would be leery to get in a driverless car. It would. It, so would you? It'd be weird. Do this type of activity inside of a driverless car. Yeah. Perform an act of admiration. On your partner in I a driverless know. car. I, I'm not really probably. I wouldn't, man. There's no way. I mean, I. I I mean, unless you you fogged up the windows enough, I'd be too I'd be too worried people see you, or the car would malfunction, the doors start opening, or the windows going up and down, or something, and you're in, in mid I don't know in mid action. I don't know. I, yeah, not something I'm going to mess with though. <laughs> so I know you said in the past that you like to hunt, or you have hunted before, yeah. right? Are you a fisherman? Do you like to fish? No. No. Okay. See, and I'm kind of the opposite. I don't really. I'm not necessarily a hunter. My family likes to hunt. At least part of my family does. But I, I prefer fishing. It was it was fun. I did that a lot as a kid. I just wondered if you were one of these guys. You grew up close to the coast. So, I mean, I, I did I mean, as well. Like my, fishing was part of the family. Like, that was... I just never really enjoyed it as much as, say, my grandfather or my brothers. Yeah. My brothers love fishing. Okay. So, so just, we'd go on the boat, but I would just sit there. <laughs> That's even... Oh, man. If I'm just going to sit on the boat, I'd rather fish. Because to me, it's like, well, I'm already out on a boat board. At least put a rod in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was always afraid I was going to. I got, the, the the thing was, the bale would always get twisted. My dad would then get twisted, get me. Because I had, he had to take time out to get the thing untangled. Or I'd always lose the bait. I'd fling it out there, and you, the, the hook would go one way, and then you'd see the bait go the other direction. You're like, oh, man, that's not going <laughs> to attract anything. It was always a, a pain learning. But I, I enjoyed it as I got older. Well, this story is from NBC News. The Tampa mayor apparently had a big catch last week. Yeah. When he, he or I guess she, sorry, Jane Castor. Um, she found 70 pounds of cocaine on the end of her line <laughs> when she went fishing. Wow. 
This was in July 23. She had the discovery on a fishing trip with her family. She was the uh, she was actually a longtime police officer in the city's first female police chief, which is pretty cool. And then she was the actual former mayor. But um, yeah, catches 70 pounds of coke. So Dick, I have to ask you, if you're out fishing and you catch 70 pounds of coke, what are you doing with it? Are you returning it or are you having a party? I would never make a comment. <laughs> I just, I just know if it were me and I caught 70 pounds of cocaine, I know that my local authorities would re, would be receiving 65 pounds back pretty immediately. Yeah? Yep. That's the kind of guy I am. Yeah. I'm returning it. That would be an interesting phone call because, <coughs> you know, there's always that kind of fear, like, they're going to bust me. But, like, I didn't do anything. But it's like, but you're in possession of 70 pounds of cocaine. Yeah, that is one of the things you get it up in the boat, you're like, oh, it's not mine. It's not mine. <laughs> Use that same tactic right but i have heard stories of people catching stuff like this before yeah and what i've heard because this is not me i'm not projecting this story on anybody else what i've heard is a lot of times when you haul in drugs they're not any good they're waterlogged they've got conroe lake water yak yak on them or whatever and they're just not any good anymore but i guess if they're wrapped up well enough perhaps you could try it (laughs) yeah that's uh quite a find Oh, man, this picture has a bunch of little butterflies all over them. How cute. I guess the bags of Coke had butterflies. So I love these stories. Uh, (laughs) Again, I don't have to dig very deep for them. They come to me. But apparently there is a woman. um, This is from several years ago, actually, I think. This is from 2022 that a woman revealed uh, on social. Again, this is one of these things that if it happened to me, I ain't telling anybody. But she revealed that she traveled to a North Carolina town after a TikTok guy tricked her into believing she could find a picturesque village. So apparently this woman named uh, Olivia Garcia from Florida, she goes by the, I'm not going to give her name, I don't care, posted a video of, uh, of her uh, dealing with the experience when she thought she was going to be arriving in a town called Glastonia, North Carolina. And this guy apparently online does this all the time where he'll take pictures of like a scenic Swiss Alp and, s- and then put some random city name on it. Well, she bought it <laughs> and went out there and actually traveled. And imagine her surprise when she shows up to Glastonia, North Carolina. Well, it's a real town. Yeah, it is. So it is. That's a but real But it doesn't town. look like the Swiss Alps for crying out loud. I mean, the picture he showed, I don't know if you want to show this, the side-by-side. I, 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 <laughs> it's I think, absolutely uh, hilarious. She pulls up to like a strip mall, and this is Glastonia, but yet the picture he proved or he showed as Glastonia was this this beautiful winter swept with little villages (laughs) and she somehow thought that was in north carolina you know what woman you are a fool i like it yeah it's pretty funny apparently uh he clarified the location in the comments oh but thank you yeah uh well yeah at that point it was a little too too late (laughs) but again if this happened to me man i ain't telling anybody i fell for that Oh, I would probably do a little bit more research than just listen to a tiktok (laughs) let's go kids get in the car we're going to glastonia yeah I don't know. That's kind of strange to me that you would. But then it, it looked like it was only an hour drive. So yeah, it wasn't far. That. So that means wherever she was at, she thought within one hour's drive, she could have that kind of scenery in front of her in an hour. Uh, <laughs> mm, we're in some trouble, Dick. We are in some trouble. I believe it. But can you imagine like the kid in the car thinking, Mom, you, you realize that was fake right i mean you kind of lose faith in your mom at that point this is the woman this is the woman that raised me oh my god well i think that's what's so clever about the social media is like it's getting smarter and smarter and people can really do some damage convincing people to do stuff 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's only going to get worse. I, I certainly hope not. Speaking of convincing people, this is from Brazil. This story is from Brazil, Newsweek, that an eight-year-old boy let a black widow bite him, which sounds stupid enough, but he had good reason for doing so. I know this is why he was I vegan. That's <laughs> right, yeah. Can't kill him. Got to go take him out to the garden. No, he wanted to become Spider-Man. Oh, that's fair. Right? I'm like, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. But and then he's dead. <laughs> well, no, he didn't die, but he did have to go to the, the hospital. I mean, black, uh, black widow bites are typically the most poisonous in elderly and children. Yeah. And this being an eight-year-old, that puts him into one of those categories. They t- you know what's so crazy about black widows is they look scary. Yeah, they're neat. I've seen them. Uh, me too. Yeah, but like cool. they look totally they look totally different than like a normal spider. They look scary. Yeah, they're pretty like their butts are really, really big. Bulbous. And it's just they, I was they twerk. It's scary. Like I don't I mean That's when you know it's real, they start twerking with that big bulbous butt they got. Well they like dark areas, so I'm not really around a lot of dark areas. Yeah, the worst the worst one is the brown recluse. Yeah. Because they're the ones that hide under things so you don't see them. At least the the Black Widow, I mean, they make a nest or a web, and you can see them. They yeah. might be in a dark area or whatever, but you can see them. Whereas a recluse, that's why they're called recluses. They don't want to be seen, and then you startle them, and they go, Wah! and bite at you. Wah! And it, the worst part is the, the, the length of time between when you get bit, right, and then the time you get medical attention, the longer. Obviously, it can start causing paralysis and things like this. So I think this boy probably got bit, and then when to See if he was going to turn I into mean, Spider-Man. So some, some hours well, you know, passed You know by, he's still waiting, right? He's waiting to wake up all buff. Yeah, right. Like Even, Tobey Maguire Yeah, did. like Tobey Maguire. Yeah. I don't have to wear glasses anymore. Yeah, I think he did roids for that. Did you hear that rumor? Why not? Yeah, to get that buff, get that big, just a little hit here. Because he's like 5'8", 130, you know, as Peter Parker, and all of a sudden he was like still 5'8", and 160. Like, oh, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen overnight in the filming of a movie. No, I heard that. I heard that rumor, but I don't know if it's true. Yeah. Speaking of spiders, this story—I don't know if we're after the fifty-five minute mark or not. I don't know, but apparently there was a an Australian supermarket that had to be uh, closed temporarily because they found a deadly spider. I'm thinking, man, you're going to close an entire supermarket for finding a deadly spider. Well, the reason is this particular spider, its venom can cause long-lasting and painful erections. Can I say that That's on the real? radio? Are you serious? That is real. That That's is the awesome. side effect. <laughs> so I'm thinking you back on the dating scene, I may get you to go to the, <laughs> go to the uh, pet yeah. store and get you a handful of these. You go take them the, out for date the, night. But go to the holistic drug place. Right. I don't want to... I don't want to use the over-the-counter blue pill, so I'll go get some of these spiders again. I need to find the. This is called a. You've been getting a lot of ads for Brazilian hems too. <laughs> Brazilian wandering spider. No, I, I get ads for spiders. It was spotted in the aisles. Can you imagine that one person who knows that? It's like stay away from me. Well, that yeah. Stay away. How did, how did they know this was and a side like, effect? What's wrong? It's a spider. Oh, it could kill us. No, give you a <laughs> erection. Yeah. So the species has a venom which stimulates erections and can last for hours. Jesus. Bites from one of these spiders can also cause a dangerous spike in blood pressure and full body pains. That's gotta be an awkward pain. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. And that is as, as being painful, but yeah, they had to close down an entire supermarket because of that. There's a picture of him. He does look, I mean, it's a spider. They got four sets of eyes and 
or four eyes, two sets, and some claws on them. They look they look pretty wicked. But are you one of these guys when you find spiders at the house, you immediately kill them? Yeah. I I am too. If they're in if they're inside, they're dead. But I'm trying to be a little bit better. If I see a dude just chilling outside in his web, I just leave him alone. Because I used to be. If it was real up close by the house, I would kill him. But kind of getting to the point now. I'm like, if you stay out here, dude, you're doing you. You're killing insects. You're not hurting anything, especially if it's just like a wolf spider or something. I try not to kill them. I used to be just like, whatever spray, because well, I been, hate them. I've been but doing a lot of testing, because I want to see if it, I could find this spider that we just talked about. <clears throat> yeah. So I've just been letting every spider I run across bite me, and just be like, I heard there's a... And then sit and wait yeah. in the dark with no pants on. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Yeah. Then I hit Tinder like, up. Man, this is just like a normal <laughs> Saturday that's, night. That's when I get on Tinder. Yeah. Like we gotta go. Hey, ladies, just took a spider bite. Who wants to chat? And she goes. She's like, you know, you have a giant welt on your shoulder. Oh, that's where I got bit by the spider. We're good. And he's like, well, you know, it's leaking now. Don't worry, it makes it better. You know that, what I mean? That was one of the false positives. Jeez, <laughs> that one it. didn't work, but the last one did. Trust me. Right. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude. So I, here's what. But yeah, I, I would do it. Oh, okay. If you knew for a fact that that was the right one, it wasn't going to cause like painful death, but it caused painful other things. I think that'd be really funny to throw on my buddy. (laughs) Yeah, got you good. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Fool you. (laughs) All right, for our our feel good story of the week, this is to close out the show. Um, I did this a few weeks ago. It was nice. I've tried to do it every week, but it doesn't always work. Yeah. I love, I don't even know if this is a feel-good story, but it, it kind of made me smile. A, a family discovered a live frog in their unopened package of organic spinach. You know, you get those little packages of spinach or whatever. In yeah. this case, I love how it said on the on the package, triple washed. Yeah, there's <laughs> a like, frog. Like triple washed, and uh, well, it didn't wash off the little um, frog that had made his home in there. A Michigan family uh, leapt in surprise. Again, hate these stories. Uh, Thank you, New York Post, again. After finding a live frog in an unopened package of organic spinach. He was just chilling in there. My daughter was screaming. She was like, oh, my God, it's a frog. Just thank God we didn't eat it. It looks cool, man. It turned out to be a Pacific tree frog native to California, camouflaged in the leafy uh, vegetables, and it's still moving. I don't know if you want to show the picture or not, because do we have a picture? Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty cool, man. I like that little guy. So... You have this scenario unfold at your house. You see it. Are you freaking out? Are you going to go back over to the, the supermarket? Hey, there's a frog in there. Are you going to take him out and release him with the, uh, the hair lice and the spiders? Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it'd be that big of a deal either. Now, are you going to eat? The, are you eating the lettuce though, or the spinach in this case? I, are you going to quadru- wash it for a fourth time? Quadruple, yeah, quadruple wash, wash it. it. Yeah, It'll be fine. Yeah, fine. <laughs> fine. Awesome, man. Well, that is all I have got for this week, man. Yeah, it was a good show. I uh, it was good seeing you, man. Don't forget, guys. You can always uh, sponsor or donate to Audience of One. We're uh, always looking for fun topics, so send it over to us via Facebook, Audience of One Show, or email us at Audience of One Show at gmail We're here every Wednesday at ten a.m. having fun on podcasts, YouTube, Facebook, Lone Star Community Radio, Con- Connor's with FM 1061. So hard to say. Yeah, there's a lot to say. A lot to yeah, say. Yeah, but again, like, share, follow, and if you have a TikTok page, 
Put us out on your TikTok. I don't do TikTok. Well, throw us out on TikTok. Yeah, man. we got to go Marvel shopping <laughs> this week. Oh yeah, I did. I I went viral this week on on the uh, I love Conroe. I love Conroe. There we go. I said it. There we go. Well, uh, shout out to it those defi- guys it and definitely the Marvel dealers and the Marvel dealers out there trying to make that oh, bank. Oh man. But uh, yeah, more power to them, man. If they can find a market for it, sell them, baby, sell them. It's good to see you, man. Nice seeing you too. Till next week.